You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do it live! Fucking thing sucks! I have nothing to do with Russia, folks, okay? The mother of all bombs. You You people are cancer! He's a crisis actor. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Another deadly day on the Gaza border. My God, the bitch was wide! John Podesta rigged the poll. Charcoal girls are not allowed here. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster? Hell no. You gotta see this guy. Oh, I don't know what I said. Oh, I don't remember. You would be much happier at home with a husband. Spend 400 years? That sounds like a choice. Fucking like children, America! I want to build a wall. Are you African American? I don't know what you're implying. And what is a leper? Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. I think the way! This is the worst possible timeline with Eric Wilson and Patrick Kindlin. Take two, bitch. This is Worst Possible Travel Log. Coronavirus edition, chasing the virus. I'm a bug catcher. I'm a bug chaser out here, everybody. I'm just trying to trying to get my. Uh... This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. My little disease on over here. I am in Cambodia. That is why you did not get a regular episode this week. You're getting this abridged episode, and then Eric and I are going to get on the phone. It's a little teaser. Uh, Sorry there's street dogs being murdered outside. Found a street dog today that only barked at white people, which I thought was cool. <laughs> Ran counter to stereotype. I liked it. Uh, I'm in a, um, a hotel. I'm so used to saying motel from being in the United States uh, and being poor. I am in a uh, hotel in Phnom Penh, and it's pretty nice. Uh, Would have liked it to cost less. But in the United States, it would be a hundred dollars, and here it's fifty. So I'm not. I guess not. I think it would be make me a bit of a dick to be mad. Uh, this is my second go at this uh, recording because the first one I used the uh, Asian voice uh, nonstop. I did the entire thing in an Asian voice, and uh, that sounds more like Patreon content to me. So subscribe. Uh, Tough. It's gonna be a tough one, guys. It's gonna be tough to keep you informed about my travels and not do an accurate representation of the people that I interact with here. Uh, America it has a brain disease where it considers everything racism, regardless of intent. And until we break out of that, we don't get to enjoy anything nice. Uh, so I can't do my 
pitch perfect, spot on Korea Airlines voice for you. My uh, flight attendant, they were, there was like seven flight attendants. The women were all uh, had impeccable skin and hair. It was kind of like a throwback sort of thing. Uh, and the, the one male uh, had a Asian chocolate rain voice. And I would like to do it for you, but uh, that's Patreon content. Um, that's where all the uh, impressions go to live. So, so if you uh, subscribe to Patreon uh, and you, you then later call us out for uh, my uh, Asian voice, I can accuse you of being the one uh, that financed it. So, uh, what is my impression of Phnom Penh so far? Uh, reminds me of Kingston, Jamaica. Everyone is outside. Uh, it's not comfortable to be inside uh, with no air conditioning, and most people don't have it. Uh, so everybody's outside at all times. So it, even up until 1 a.m. on a Wednesday, people just chilling. And uh, I like that. I like it. It's nice. Uh, there's a lot of street food. Like, oh, I got fucked on my street food. Firstly, another commonality in the third world, which I'm glad to hear that the third world is back. I thought that the global south was very corny and not wholly accurate. And uh, I think developing nations is fine. But an obvious effort to get away from the third world, which is, again, that's not... People in the third world call it the third world. You sound corny when you do the... Th it sounds like you're condescending the people that you're supposedly trying to dignify. They call it the third world. Get over it. So, glad it's back. Uh, it's just numbering. That's what makes you feel like it's bad. Like you came in third place, so, it's, so you're bad. Is that right? <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. Everybody, nobody cares really about what anything means. It's just what you can yell at each other for. It's very, it's very frustrating. Imagine making something. I make things all day. I, uh, so, look, if any of you work in a call center or, or um, yeah, you know, you got like you got a job that is not strictly speaking productive or makes you feel uh, as though you made anything in any given day. I'm not judging you. You got to put food on your table, but it's different. I've had those jobs, and I can assure you it is different. When you make things all day, it's frustrating to have morons tell you that what you made wasn't specifically for them. Yeah, motherfucker. I don't walk through the supermarket, see all the types of dish soap that I'm not going to purchase, bring them up to the register and go, yeah, this isn't to my liking. I simply get the one that I like. Life is easier than you're making it. So, back to the point. Phnom Penh, Cambodia. I uh, went to the wrong... Uh, th there is the uh, Palace Gate Hotel and Residence, which is my hotel. And then there's the Palace Gate Hotel and Resort, which is not my hotel, but is what I went to first. Uh, via a tuk-tuk driver who uh, totally... It should be $2. He quoted me 10 uh, I knew he was going to do that. I said 5 uh, I would still be overpaying him. Uh, but what the fuck? He said 7 I said, 
no. He said, okay, buddy. Oh, I just did the Asian voice. Sorry, everybody. That's Patreon-only content. Want to save that for those of you that are paying for it. He says, okay, buddy. So every time I want to do an Asian voice, I'm just going to do somebody from middle America. He says, okay, buddy. Seven. And I say, no, you just said that. He goes, six. Six. That's my middle America voice. Everybody in middle America has had a TBI. So I say, uh, yeah, okay, man, six. And then he pawned me off on one of his underlings. The underling uh, endeared me because he, he was 11 and had a uh, photo of his girlfriend on his phone and uh, was driving me in this tuk-tuk and I was, I was thinking, damn, he got me. I want, I, you know, in my head, this kid was working three shifts just to uh, create a better life for his girl. Meanwhile, this might have been a, uh, a K-pop idol on his fucking phone. I don't know if he was, and maybe he's stalking her. Oh, fuck. <laughs> What if, what if I saw this kid's phone? And when I say he's eleven, he's probably twenty-three. When uh, I see this kid's phone, I say, "Oh, that's nice. His girlfriend looks nice. I bet they got a nice life together." And meanwhile, he's a sick fuck. That's that's like a woman that he's never met that he just uh, perseverates on. He's gonna jump out of the fucking bushes outside of her place, attack her. It, it could be like that, but I I just I thought it was his girl. I thought it was looked sweet. Anyway, I gave him a ten. Yeah, and he ripped me off thoroughly. I hope he retired for the night and said, fuck these. Fuck this. I'm out. My boss was going to fuck me. But then I got the white guy. And now I don't got to report this additional four that I that I took home. Uh, went to the wrong hotel. They were willing to call me a talk-talk. I said, no. Oh, got my first insect in my room. Um, I said no I said how's about I walk then I did and then I saw a little bit of the city it's only a 10 minute walk but it was edifying I saw everybody out on the street I saw everybody in the park I saw all the street food Uh, I saw all the disgusting meat that is left out for hours and hours and hours at a time uh, with not even like if you're eating shawarma you're obviously foolish but this was like frog legs that weren't being cooked on a rotisserie thing. They were just exposed to exposed to diesel fumes all day. And uh, I'm not mad at that because I don't eat frog legs. If you choose to do that, uh, I guess you you got to occasionally contend with the fact that they're not fresh. So I ordered uh, fried rice, no egg, which uh, according to my travel guide was the move. Available virtually anywhere in a safe bet. And uh, then I opened it up and there was a bunch of strips of beef in it. That was disappointing. Uh, made me want to do the Asian voice, but I saved it for Patreon. Uh, and I checked in and now I'm chilling. I'm watching Yankees versus Red Sox. I'm drinking a Coca Cola. I showered. Um, I'm up. It's 2 a.m. I feel like going and getting a massage, but I don't think the massage spots are open at 2 a.m. I think the the hookers are open, but I don't think the massage. I just want like, oh my god, what if I got a two-hour massage right now? And just slept for the uh, after 15 minutes. Just slept. That would be so. Oh, I might go do that. 
So here's the deal, everybody. <clears throat> I'm not actually willfully chasing the coronavirus. That's uh, uh, it's just a bonus. Um, I'm here because I wanted to go on vacation in a cheap place that was offered me some culture, something to see, some place with history. I'm becoming when you're old and white. I should. I don't know how many of you know this. When you're old and white, you get into history. Um, uh, if you're an old white lady, you start looking into your uh, uh, hereditary heredity and, and ancestry and all that. Uh, and if you're an old white guy, you used to get into the Civil War. But now I think uh, I'm getting into uh, colonialism um, as an interest, not a uh, not an activity. But I am fascinated by a time that at least in the West or at least in the United States, we don't talk about really at all. Um, I think that Southeast Asia is fascinating. So, so Cambodia had less of this than most places. Uh, it's not like it's Vietnam and the French took it over or whatever. There's, there's very few colonial buildings here, uh, colonial era buildings, uh, though there are some, uh, it's not, it's not like I'm getting, I'm mostly here for, uh, 20th century history, um, and an affordable vacation, but I am excited to see the dark shit. I'm excited to see the shit that, uh, you know, like Dachau, I found very, very moving, um, when I was in, uh, Poland and, and, and Germany and I, I, uh, found it very moving and I mean, I guess it has to be right. You're pretty much a sociopath if it isn't, but, uh, I want that experience again where I feel bad about people and I think there's no hope. <laughs> we'll call this black pill vacation. Uh, after this, I'm going to see what genocides I can, uh, uh, I can, uh, take walking tours of in Africa. Oh, actually my real plan after this is to, uh, uh the Yankees are up. They were up six, which has happened. Um, the uh, take a walking tour of uh, 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 Burma, <laughs> of of Yangon, um, see, see if I can't find some uh, uh, horrible horrible uh, m- military junta uh, s- sort of uh, uh, ethnic cleansing. Which uh, I, I was talking to a friend the other day that said uh uh Burma you look everybody i know it's Myanmar but i'm i'm from a country that says it different that's just what it is what can i do for you so uh it was it, it, apparently she she said that the people there are just unhappy and that's interesting to me i've never been to a proper uh authoritarian state and uh, it seems intuitive that people would be less happy, but you know you can't say that with certainty because the reality is is that some people don't know anything but getting stepped on, you know. And certainly, if you there, you could be a, a, a if you're I don't know if you're in your twenties. Certainly, you, you, you don't know anything else. So maybe getting stepped on is just the natural state for you. Uh, uh, so, but maybe there's something inherent in being stepped on that just feels bad. Nobody likes it. I don't know. But that's on my list. I want to go to places that are like physically attractive or interesting, more interesting, and 
also have terrible history. I'm thinking about doing a, a little uh, train tour of uh, the ma- the American Southwest <clears throat> because I'm reading a book about uh, uh, about the settler uh, and uh, Indian relations there. That uh, again, totally forgotten history. I feel like we're getting more ahistorical by the day. I can't I can't find a young person who knows anything. Granted, I guess I'm not looking that hard, but <laughs> but like if I talk to somebody that, that that's uh, like I look, I've never been terribly informed or or, or uh, well educated, but you know I I at least always have a Wikipedia tab open. I'm always trying to get something out of this life, and I find that there's hell of fucks that don't don't run like that, and that's crazy. So. Uh, yeah, that, so this is my misery tour this time. I'm gonna go see S twenty one. Gonna gonna go see the Killing Fields. Uh, then I'll go see uh, Encore Watt. Apparently, there's a billion people there a day, um, and you're just tripping over people's McDonald's line, but for a uh, World Heritage site. Um, what else we got? trying to think of, uh, I get, got a list of things I want to get done while I'm here uh, man the 2am the, the 2.30ness of this uh, podcast just hit me really hard uh, <laughs> I was all set to do uh, resistance bands exercises then go out and now I am just realized I'm woozy uh, I lost a day to travel I lost a, uh, I flew forward and I hadn't really slept the night before, and then I only semi-slept on the plane. I, I have no idea what time I'm going to wake up. So if I just, I'm supposed to be out of here at noon, this hotel, which I might get again, 50 bucks. I could do better, but I could do a lot worse. I could do a lot worse. These $15 joints, uh, they, they might not be that nice. But then again, maybe this is too nice. What do I need all this bed for? You know I mean? Just give me a hammock. So... uh where was I? I got, so I got this shit to do. Uh, I'm gonna go see the kickboxing, uh, which I think they is here. The uh, the art is called uh, Pradal Serai. Serai. I'm gonna have to look that one up so I don't embarrass myself. Which, by the way, everybody, when you got hearing damage, and you got fuckers talking to you in broken English, and particularly for me, if they're in a high register, there is not a fucking chance. I have to stare at people. I have to look for any sort of indicator. I have to I squint. I look stupid because I, I. It's not just. It's. It's like their English is fine. I just can't hear well. Their English is far better than my fucking Kamai. You know, like. Uh, but I'm. It's gonna be a struggle. I, I know that a lot of people travel and they want to talk to people and shit. I get a feel for the locals. That might not be the case for me uh, this time out. I'm uh, I'm in the struggle on this one. Uh, I think I might do a lot of walking quietly. Um, I ran into a dude, a uh, 65-year-old guy who's got a couple families out here. I didn't run into him out here. I ran into him in the United States. <clears throat> uh, he's got a couple families out here. He keeps buying. He falls in love with women, builds them a house, and they leave him. Uh also, not not terribly well informed 
on uh, how STDs are uh, are contracted, are exchanged. He's, he, he seemed knowledgeable on a range of topics, but when that came up, I feel like maybe he just needs to he needs a refresher. You know, he needs to go back to school for just a day or two, take a course. Um, he could probably. What do you call it when you just sit in? You could sit in on a course. Uh, uh, what do they call that? Um, 2.30 in the morning. Um, <laughs> but he told me I'm going to fall in love uh, with one of the bar girls here. Uh, that seems unlikely. Uh, I was at a, a, a birthday party the other day. A lot of sex workers, a lot of uh, diverse cast of characters, people with different colors. People were asking me if I was going to go to any of the uh, prostitutes out here, and I had I had to tell them a thing that I thought I was going to be yelled at for saying, and this just proves that I'm in like a, I'm stuck in 2017, because I was sitting here, oh, no, i got to have this conversation. I'm going to get fucking yelled at. But I said, ah, ah, I'm not that into Asian girls. And then I braced for the brick to my fucking skull. And instead... This group of black sex workers just said, oh, yeah, that's called a preference. Yeah, that's okay. And I said, oh, it's okay? And they said, yeah, yeah, no, that's all right. It's not 2017 anymore. I said, what? Fuck. I do a podcast where I just look into the biggest pieces of shit on the internet. So I thought everyone was a fucking moronic turd. I thought it was 2017 and people were still behaving like they had a fucking fell down the stairs and nobody found them while they fucking brain brain deteriorated and now they're uh, they're in a work program uh, and have to live with their sister. You know, I thought that that was everybody. And they said, "No, no, no, it's all right. You can you can prefer one thing over another." And I said, "Are you sure? What if it what what if I prefer like dark-skinned girls?" And I don't prefer, for example, um, kind of light-skinned Latinas. And they said, no, that's okay. That's, no, that's all right. And I said, okay, okay, okay. Uh, hold on. What if I prefer, and I, and I winced, and I said, what if I prefer white women with big cans? And then I... I covered my head. Waiting, uh, where would the blow come from? And they said, "No, no, no. That's all right. That's all right. It's not 2017." They broke out a calendar on their phone, showed me it wasn't 2017. I said, "Oh, thank fucking god!" I said, "Can I do the Asian voice?" And they said, "Only on Patreon. Uh, make it for the fans." I said, "Okay. All right. Sick. Uh, I can live with that." Oh fuck! It is so tempting though when you're trying to tell a story, man. When you're trying to tell a story and you can't represent the people that you were fucking talking to, that's weird. Because if if the people at that party I was talking to had very distinct voices, I would want to do them. So why can't I can't do them? Why? Because you are the massive majority elsewhere, but not in the United States. Like if I did, if I did, if I did an Asian voice right now, I'm in Cambodia, where I am the extreme minority. And I don't hold the privilege that I hold necessarily at home. Does that make it okay? Does context matter? Do the facts of this matter at all? Or is it just a waving red flag held by a matador and you are a bull 
Is that all it is? It's, 2017 was a real bull year. Everybody just turned into fucking bulls. And it was bullshit, my dude. It sucked. Well, well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. This is just going to be a short little update. Because it is 2.30 something, and I am beat. I think I'm going to bed. Do I have to try to find a massage and fall asleep? Do you think there's massage spots open at 2.30? Fuck. I think that the tourist ones that are like pure hand job ones for whites, I think those are might be closed, but maybe the local ones where it's real cheap, but I don't know. Um, all right, I'm going to go look into some shit. Uh, everybody, this is uh, first edition of uh, of the uh, coronavirus uh, 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 Jurassic Park. Um, Eric and I are going to do a regular episode, provided that this Wi-Fi is strong enough. Uh, coming soon, but this is just a little little teaser. Get a get, a, drop it in your, you know, dro- dro- drop it in your camel uh, back and uh, drink it up.
It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out. And stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you.